what's up guys welcome to the uh, threes of crown podcast uh, with your host trey gant um i got my boys um trey bjorn and trey how y'all doing man? what up man doing great that's good man that's good what y'all y'all been doing anything any update on life oh man oh lord i just got this tat Whew. just got this chest piece Man, anyone that has a tattoo on their stomach, I salute you because that shit hurts so incredibly bad. Oh my god! Five and a half hours. Okay, he was on the surgery table. So, surgery <laughs> on anything about you? What's going on, man? No, nothing much, man. I'm just just surviving. Right, that's all you can do in this whole corona. So, nothing wrong with that. So, just one uh, that. Don't get him started. <laughs> so, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, today we're going to be discussing um, the Lakers winning their championship. Uh, you know, winning number seventeen uh, over the Miami Heat. Uh, we're going to be discussing also LeBron's fourth ring. Does that do anything to his legacy? Um, does that put him anything closer to Jordan in some people's eyes? Uh, does it not do anything? We'll discuss that. Also, we're going to discuss um, early title favorites for next year. Now, obviously, we can't predict uh, potential roster moves, but as is, and we can probably predict just some minor moves. If they you know, don't do anything major, uh, who's going to be title contenders for next year? Um, and also, we're going to be discussing uh, the African-American in the NFL as far as the quarterback position goes. Um, after du- Dwayne Haskins was basically benched and demoted to third string by Ron Rivera of the uh, Washington football, team going to discuss if we think you know black quarterbacks maybe get a fair shake or uh, a shorter leash as opposed to their white counterparts so uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into it um so i'm gonna let the boys start off um so what did you guys think about the lakers winning the title um as far as the series in general with the miami heat was it as competitive as you thought less competitive uh kind of your thoughts on the uh, uh nba finals i'm gonna let trey go in on that one Okay, so uh, me personally, like we, I stated this before on the podcast, before the bubble game started, that to me the championship was going to have uh, some part of an asterisk. Now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't count or if it's, it's not a, a, a half of a ring or anything like that, but it's not legacy. <sighs> to me, that like this ring was never going to be legacy-defining for anybody because I know if Kawhi would have won and the Clippers did what they were supposed to do, they were going to try to elevate him in conversations with Kobe and Michael. And then if LeBron won, it was going to be, oh, he's the GOAT now. So for me personally, it was neither. I think it was something in between. Now, as far as LeBron goes, I think this does, obviously, put make him closer. It gets him closer to Jordan, obviously, because it's something else that he can add to his resume that matters, which is winning. So, like, before, I was never really a person that bought into the oh, you know, LeBron has all these triple doubles or LeBron carried this team and they lost. No, it's winning and he won. So I'm not going to, I can't take that away from him. That puts him, like I said, closer to Jordan. Now, does he leapfrog him or any in any fashion? No, I still think he's top three all time where he's been at. And I still think that, <laughs> just, just, just let me finish, okay, let me finish. And you hear the Bron fans. Yeah, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But I still think it's a significant gap because, like, if you go ahead and look at it, there's still a Hall of Fame career. It's it's almost it's crazy because it's literally almost uh, 
Kevin Durant's career is what's in between Jordan's resume and LeBron's resume. So I already think Jordan is better as the all-around player as it goes. But for him to have a chance to actually pass him as the GOAT, he has to, he got to boost that resume up a little bit more in my eyes. Oh, God. Okay. That, oh, wow. I'm not even going to say everything you said was disrespectful. But there were two very key things you said. I'm just going to count backwards now. How dare you say that LeBron James is not a better all-around player than Michael Jordan? First off, let's let's get this clear. Let's make this the number one portion of everything we talk about Michael Jordan and LeBron James. LeBron James, when he retires, because he's not retired yet, when he retires, he will be, and you can quote me on this, he will be the NBA's all-time points leader. That will be a fact. I guarantee it. I will put my life on that. Well, not my life, but I'll put my next check on it. <laughs> He will have scored more points than Michael Jordan. That's a guarantee. Okay. And didn't you say that Michael Jordan was a better all-around player? Most definitely. But LeBron James is going to have more points. Okay, that's fact number one. Fact number two is LeBron James already has more rebounds. That's fact number two. Fact number three is LeBron James already has more assists. That's fact number three. Fact number four is LeBron James is going to have more all-star appearances than Jordan. LeBron James okay. is going to have more finals appearances than Jordan. Matter of fact, LeBron James okay. is going to have more first-team All-NBA selections than Michael Jordan. So, explain to me, what facet of the game is Michael Jordan better than LeBron James? And, okay. because, because, hold up, let me, let me finish. i let you finish now. You let me finish. LeBron James has hit more what they call clutch shots in the playoffs and in the regular season to Michael Jordan. LeBron James has a higher field goal percentage than Michael Jordan. LeBron James has a slightly lower points per game average, but he also takes significantly less shots than Michael Jordan. So, so, again, tell me, what facet is he better at Michael Jordan than? That was number one that I wanted to get to. Number two that I wanted to get to, and this is the more disrespectful part, how dare you say he's top three? He is at least top two, and he ain't even number two. Because when you when you talk about there's a whole Hall of Fame career in between LeBron James and Michael Jordan, um, exactly how far is the distance between that third player you're talking about? I know you're talking about Kobe Bryant. Exactly how far away is LeBron James from Kobe Bryant? Because the only thing that Kobe Bryant has over LeBron James is one championship. LeBron James literally has every accolade over Kobe Bryant. There is not one accolade that Kobe Bryant has that LeBron James does not. There is literally not one. Well, he has more all the Okay, I got you. I got you. But okay. Hold on, let me hold on, Trey, before you go, before you go. Because I know me and you, we we on the same way. Oh, so you're both losers. Because well, this is what, well, coming from the guy that supports a four and six record in the finals. But anyway, uh, we're going to go into, but this was, this is another thing. See, when LeBron fans throw out these stats, you got to put everything in context. You don't want me to see? do that. So you want to throw out, so you want to throw out points. Okay, that's cool. But you kindly left off the fact that Jordan played three years in college. LeBron Who made him go to college? So that's three. Ah, nah, nah. Oh, yes, he, he couldn't come out. 
there wasn't. He couldn't come out of high school. He couldn't come out of high school back then. So he, was, made, he, so he had to go to college to do, for three years. But he didn't he did. have to go That's for his three fault. years. Okay, I, well, okay, but okay. First of all, okay, and then second of all, you mentioned you didn't mention that Michael Jordan retired. Who made him twice. retire? So that's that's look. I'm just saying, you got to put context into what you're saying. That Michael Jordan not only did he retire, he retired twice, and then also you have to look at the fact you want to bring up rebounds and assists. He played in the triangle offense, something LeBron James did not play in. Why? And I want I want your honest opinion on this. Why should Michael Jordan? And this goes for Kobe. This goes for Durant. Anybody that pulls up this all around BS that people like to pull up. Why should Michael Jordan subject himself to go get a rebound on a Tuesday night in Charlotte uh, when he has Luke Longley to do that? He has Dennis Rodman to. He has Dennis Rodman to do that. He has Scott. Why? Why should Michael Jordan subject himself? I thought to he was the greatest. Meaningless rebound. First of all, he's the greatest because he's six and zero in the finals. That's the never only lost, reason. Never went to a game seven. <laughs> this well, is the that's weakest one argument. Ever. Another reason is. The other reason is he didn't join up with two other superstars in their prime to go win the championship after he won the rings, right? Correct. Thank you. Uh, after he so how many rings did you win before Scott Ethan? Okay, first of all, he didn't win any, but he didn't have to go join. He didn't go join Charles Barkley and John Stockton to go win his first championship. He stuck it out and oh waited for God. the Chicago Bulls to draft. Okay, so how many? So how many? Kobe, how many uh, rings did Kobe Bryant win before Shaq? And how many rings did Kobe Bryant win before Pau Gasol? Please tell me how many he won. None. None. He won none. none. But how, how many champion? How many championship? How many titles did Shaq win before Kobe came of age? Oh, I forgot. He was getting swept in the NBA Finals by Hakeem Olajuwon. And did Kobe Bryant even go to the NBA Finals? No. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Shaq, Shaq was sitting there crying to Jerry West. I can't get it done. I mean, you know, and, and Kobe came and came of age and saved him. And then also, Kobe won two rings without Shaq. Went to three straight finals. Okay, who's not a top oh fifty player God. of all time? Somebody who let's let's count the teammates. How many top fifty players has Michael Jordan played with? You want to go Scotty and Rodman? Who has LeBron played with? Dwayne Wade's Dwayne not a top Wade, 50 players. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is not a top 50 player. What? what? Oh, hold on now. D-Wade cannot be the third best shooting guard of all time and not be, <laughs> not a, top be a top 50 player. Wow, D-Wade's in the top. He's the third best shooting guard of all time? No wow, question. I didn't know that. No question. Yes. That's new. That's news to me. Is that breaking Dwayne's, news? Dwayne Wade is the third best shooting guard of he's, all time. He's top five. He's top five. It's 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 locked up. It's locked up. Have y'all ever header? heard of George Bird? I mean, who, I mean, I mean, behind. Are you serious? Wait, wait, hold on. No, it's not better than Dwayne Wade. Oh my god. <laughs> not not okay. Dwayne. All right. So uh, let me go ahead. Well, we're we'll, gonna agree to disagree. Let's move on to the topic of uh, the Lakers winning the championship. Okay, so. We 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 got our we're going we're not going to agree on Jordan LeBron. There's no point of arguing. Uh, but what we is going to argue about or discuss is so with LeBron's fourth ring, Mister, uh, I'm gonna call you a Bron. Of course, a Bron fan. Uh, do you do you believe this fourth ring has done anything to put him closer to Michael Jordan? You think he's already the goat, no. right? Okay, so does this do anything to your argument no, against Michael Jordan? It doesn't. 
It's 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 just not close enough. It's like honestly, okay. being objective, being unbiased, it's not close enough. Like, yeah, he's got four championships. Yeah, he's got four MVPs. Yeah, he has four Finals MVPs. Bro, Michael Jordan has six. He has five MVPs. LeBron still got to get another MVP first off. And then, in my opinion, in order for LeBron to be the GOAT, he has to get seven championships at the minimum. And that's when I can honestly, like, just sit here and say it. Because if we're being honest with all things being equal, the reason I put LeBron over Kobe Bryant is because LeBron James has four MVPs. Kobe Bryant has one. I know the semantics. I know how the seasons went down. He did get robbed of one of those. Steve Nash should not have won in, what was it, like 2008? In 2006? It was either 2006 or 2007 that he should not have won that. But to be fair, Kobe Bryant would not have had four MVPs. So in my opinion, the only reason that Kobe Bryant in a lot of people's heads is above LeBron is because he has five championships. Now, that's not fair, but it is what it is. That's just people's opinion. In reference to Michael Jordan, though, across the board, as far as individual accolades, like I said earlier, LeBron James has all those accolades over Kobe Bryant. He only has a few against Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan actually has the ones that matter the most. So he needs to at least win six championships to tie. He's got to win another MVP. If he if he wins another MVP, I can kind of make that argument. But if he doesn't get the six championships, the argument is mute. To me, he doesn't really need the MVP. Honestly, I just think he has to. Nah, he's got to get the MVP. You have to win. He's got to get the MVP. He has to win because the 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 narrative of the biggest problem with LeBron's career or something that you've always been able to nitpick at is the fact that you had more tries than a lot of these other legends that you're sitting at the table with. Now, Magic went nine times. Magic Kareem went nine times together, which is Kareem went ten times. Yeah, Kareem went ten times. Right. So, but they they got more out of it than he has so far. So I think that that that's probably the the biggest thing that, or the biggest critique that you could really have is that he has to win. Like to me, honestly, like this is a this is a a, a reason that Steph Curry has was able to leapfrog a lot of other people and is second the second greatest point guard of all time to Magic. Jerry West, Steph Curry is amazing. But uh, he's better than Jerry West. Simply because of his basketball impact on the floor. Okay, okay. And it's similar to how, similar to LeBron's. Like, Steph's gravity on a court changes a a game completely, even though he's weak defensively, or he's weaker than a lot of his other counterparts defensively. To me, LeBron, like, if you take Michael Jordan and LeBron, and you say, okay, who's the better player? Yeah, you can make the stats say whatever you want him to say at any point in time. You you could find, that's what analytics do. That's why Houston sucks. And they have to <laughs> blow it up because they didn't listen and, and use eye tests. Yeah. But if you take Michael Jordan, to me personally, okay, Michael Jordan is a better scorer. You can say LeBron is more efficient, but that's more so due to the type of shots he takes and where where he takes so his, he's a better his scorer, scores though. on the on the floor, but I, Michael Jordan is definitely a better scorer. He has a deeper bag. He can do it. He's a three-level scorer. Can do it literally everywhere, and there's no holes in his game. Like there wasn't anything that Michael couldn't do offensively, offensively okay. on a court, okay. on a okay. court. Rebounds, you can. I guess you could have that due to LeBron's you size. You have to give him that. Assist, 
assists, you LeBron, have to give him that. Because LeBron has some of the best. Not, it's not even about the numbers. Like, if you watch the game, LeBron probably has some of the best court vision of all time. Literally, it's it's top two, top three, probably Magic and some other. Yeah, people. I agree. That's Magic, maybe Steve Nash, and that's probably about it. It's the end of the list. Defensively. Yeah. Defensively. Jordan, aside from the defensive player of the year, Jordan was a better wing depend- defender than LeBron yes. James. They're both wing players because the three is a, Le- is a wing. LeBron's better. LeBron's He's a better, better help, help defender, help, exactly. Help. But they were yeah. free throw shooting. Yeah, yeah, it's not even, Michael that's not even Jordan. conversation. Three point shooting. That's not even the conversation. Like, once again, people, people can say what they want to say, but in the 90s, the three point shot was not as big as it is now. And if you want to know how good a, a, a shooter somebody is, look at their free throw percentage. Like some some guys like Andre Iguodala can hit big shots and stuff like that, but he's not a great shooter. Because nope. if you once you you look at his free throw percentage, he's not a great. Oh, you're talking shooter. to a 76ers so, fan. I know. Exactly. So to me, when you compare two players like that and you say, okay, who's better all around? It's deeper than just a stat sheet. Because I can make a, a case argument for numbers all day, but facts are facts. And if what you actually compare compare players with eye test. Then you okay, this person is better than this person. But what, what it sounds like what you just did was you compared offense and then you broke offense down. And like you, you it's, yeah, it's, it's, you almost, it's almost as if you tried to give Jordan, like, okay, here's offense and then here's offense one, here's offense two, here's offense three. No, it's offense. Okay, we're gonna give that to Michael Jordan. But and then okay, I'm gonna give you defense as well. But you didn't even, it's, it's like you tried to gloss over the core vision with the assists. It's like you tried to gloss over the rebounding. Because it's not as if Michael Jordan is a significantly better offensive player than LeBron James. It's just based on, honestly, the free throw percentage is the problem for me. So, okay, I have to give that to Michael Jordan because he is a better free throw shooter. Defensively, eh, Michael Jordan got more uh, steals. But LeBron got way more rebounds because LeBron was in that hole. So let's not make it sound like he was, oh, he was just so much better at but, defense. But look, look I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why you have to look at it, uh, especially on offense, why you have to look at it differently because they're not robots. They're, these are, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're real people and players. You have to look at it. You got to look at it differently because... I'll use this example for one. You remember when Kyrie left the Celtics and people just looked at, Colin Cowherd was the first one. He took production and and analytics and numbers. Well, Isaiah Thomas averaged 30 and Kyrie averaged this and this. So we're switching them out. We're getting more points. LeBron's getting more points on on the court to work with. And you're getting the same production. People try to do the same thing with Kemba, but it's deeper than that because Kyrie's bag is deep. Kyrie probably has one of the deepest bags offensively as a player of all time seriously like top 10 man probably right outside the top five because it's it's deeper than just can he put the ball in the hoop it, basketball is always situational and half court settings and crunch time the how depends on how the defense is playing you in a zone anything like that can he get his points in, in every way at any moment can anybody yes. stop him yeah i was gonna say well i was gonna say i was gonna to that point it's like i use the Giannis Giannis example does Giannis average more points than someone like Devin Booker? Does he average more points than someone like um, Steph Curry? Yeah, he does. But he's not a better scorer than either one of those guys. We would, Nobody would say Giannis is the best scorer in the NBA, even though he's a top three scorer in points per game. 
because we understand it's deeper than an overall rounded number as you score X amount of points. I think we can all agree the reason LeBron James does score the points he has over uh, over people is his production's in the paint. You know, that's and that that's not a knock against him. He understands I'm not a great shooter. I need to get to the rack. But I think what Trey is saying is that when you look at the all-around package, you look at the all-around game, I don't think anybody, for example, I don't think any of us would say that LeBron James is a no. better offensive player than Kevin Durant. Right, but LeBron James averaged more points than Kevin Durant. But nobody's going to say LeBron James right. is a better scorer than Kevin Durant. Now, now to me, oh, I just want to say this. To me, the all-around aspect of someone's game, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't appeal to me. And I understand that appeals to other people. I, I look at different things. I compare it to, like, uh, I can always use this comparison. I compare it to, like, Drew Brees versus Patrick Mahomes. Is Drew Brees the more efficient quarterback? Absolutely. If you go by accuracy, he's the more accurate quarterback. He, he's he's uh, more efficient, more accurate. Um, he's going to do methodical drives down the field, less picks. But Patrick Mahomes is the more dangerous weapon because of his ability to stretch the field. Yeah, his completion percentage is going to be lower than Drew Brees, but the big play aspect is there. The ability to throw off platform is there. That's the difference to me in players is can you get it by A, B, and C? Yeah, that's cool. But I also need X, Y, and Z so, if A, B, and C doesn't work. And I think that... So my biggest thing is yeah. I've already conceded Michael Jordan is the more talented offensive player. I've already said that. What I'm saying is in reference to all-around game, it's like we did, we did scoring, we did defense, we did rebounding, and we did assisting, Right? Michael Jordan had two of those, and LeBron had mm-hmm. two of those. So they were even. But then it's like with scoring, mm-hmm. it's like you guys mm-hmm. try to add on like three more aspects of scoring to like give Michael Jordan five. When it was like, no, we already gave him. We already but, that, gave but that's him my offense. point. That's we my point, though. That he's a better offensive player. Yeah, free but, throws is not like you don't have to add. Yeah, but that's my point, though. We, because that's already a part of offense. Yeah, no, I understand. But what we're saying is, we, I think the disconnect is, me and Trey value but I'm things saying, differently. Like, than all that you stuff value. Is already a part of you value. You don't have to give him like two extra points because we've already conceded he's the better offensive player. Like he's the better offensive player, so of course he's better at free throws. He's the better offensive player. Of course he's better at three point shooting. He's the already the better offensive player. Like he's already the overall better offensive and defensive player. So why are we giving him? three extra points for things we've already conceded that he has a he has the upper hand on that doesn't make sense because that's not because that's not the argument braun fans make that's well, that's what we're saying that's not here. the argument they make they use a bl- they say well, what we're saying is like it's a blind you know like a blind thing lebron james uh, will yeah. get trade back he's having some connection issues it's like saying LeBron James is the better scorer than he's a better offensive player than Michael Jordan because he averaged. No, I know, I know you're not saying that, but what I'm saying is the consensus is LeBron James was a better offensive player than Michael Jordan because he's more efficient or he 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 averaged more or slightly less actually, points, but he was I've more efficient doing so. Now, like that, I said, I've heard people say that in reference to LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. 
No, I'm telling you, there's people. I can. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll link you after the show. There's plenty of people. Nick Wright's one of them. I will well, tell he's you, LeBron idiot, James so. is the greatest offensive player to ever play. I know, but I'm just saying. But but the problem yeah, is, yeah. those idiots feed the masses, and the masses takes that and run with it. You know, it's the same with Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is irrational. Sometimes his irrational rhetoric towards LeBron becomes facts because they are on national TV. So that's what I'm saying. We that's why we have this podcast is to True. dissect those things and True. to you know give the truth out there. Yeah, that's why watch the game. Yeah. You know, so that's all. So like I said, we you know we agree to disagree. Like I said, LeBron James, like I said, top two, top three, whatever you want to say, he's one of the greatest players of all time. We'll go down as in my like I said, top three, top two, however you want to slice it. Um Yeah. And so Trey, are you good? Okay, cool. Okay. Um so next we're gonna get into um our uh title favorites for next year. So obviously the bubble has ended and Right now, they're looking at a start December, season yeah, of maybe December, January. I've heard as late, yeah, I've, oh. I've heard as late as March. So nobody knows. But going into next year, yeah. So going into next year, like I said, we can't predict any major trades or moves. But as is, as the rosters are, as is, um, who obviously give your top four teams that from the East and West that who you have in championship next year. Uh, either, uh, okay, Lakers for sure. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously, Lakers, obviously, Nets, Lakers, Nets, Warriors, and it's hard to pick a fourth team because it really depends on where Giannis goes. You know that too. That too. That almost don't even matter. But it also depends. Where does Giannis go? What does Giannis do? Mm, well, it's presently constructed. Because if he stays in the Bucks, I mean, he doesn't have a chance. Mm. So <laughs> he doesn't. They have. You know, we can get into why in a second. But <laughs> I mean, let's see. Lakers. I, I mean, I guess Clippers. Clippers. I'll pick Clippers. Oh, that's cute. Okay. All right. All right. So. Top four teams: uh, LeBron, um, <laughs> this is just what I'm talking about, man. I, he, see, he do that no, just to make it's, us it's, mad. It's because my wife is you know what he doing? Uh, a Lakers fan, and uh, she had me looking like a dang on clown on Friday for Game Five. Bro, I'm sitting here oh, with Lakers socks with your on. Pom-pom I got pants on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I took a couple shots. I was ready, and they lost. <laughs> so I just look like an idiot. So, yeah, cool on me. So, all right, got no. Nah, seriously though, I got the Lakers. Number two team, I actually have the Nuggets. Uh, number three team, and oh, this okay. is gonna kind of shock you. I actually have the Jazz. I actually have the Jack. And then number 14, okay. 76 with Shug. They got Doc oh Rivers now. Like, come on now. Oh, God. No, no, no. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Number 14. Uh, I appreciate your loyalty. Yeah, if I'm, being, if I'm being serious, the number 14 okay. is seven. Okay, so the 76 is number five. Why would I pick so no Nets when no Kevin Durant and Kyrie haven't even played together? Kyrie is a cancer, and didn't they just hold? Oh. 
Yeah, they got a new coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah they exactly. Got so new coach, new player, toxic player. Three things are recipe for disaster. <laughs> Give me someone else. Oh man, you oh you do know don't the do Kyrie like in the Celtics division, right? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you we, should. We don't worry about because that. the Celtics are a problem. Trust me. <laughs> okay. He are a problem yeah. as well. well. We'll see. I got um, a couple teams before I say the guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's cool. You may be right. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm going to go with the Lakers, obviously, defending champs. I'm going to go with the Warriors. I'm going to go with the Nets. You got to go like the same And then I'm going to go with person. the Clippers. Um, I, think the, I think the Nets. LMAO. Um, hey, we got the same name. So, um, I think <laughs> I think the Nets are going to be clear, clear in a way, the best team in the Eastern Conference next year. Um and the reason for that is if they can get adequate coaching from Steve Nash and Ky- and I will admit Kyrie Irving is a wild card because he is a head case. But okay, sure. but I can go that far. But if he can it, okay. If he can if he can get it together, the fact is in the Eastern Conference they have two top five players in the East. Join the club. And I believe Kevin Durant will come back. I believe Kevin Durant will come back to be the, the best player in the NBA. So you will have the best player in the NBA, Kyrie Irving, a top five player in the Eastern Conference. Wait, wait, wait. Time along time with time guys time like Karis LeVert. What did you uh, just Joe say? Joe Harris. Did you say the Nets have the best player in the NBA? I said that... I, I said if Kevin Durant comes back to full health and he plays like he played in Golden right, State, they right will now. have the best player in the NBA. Okay, so, so, um, so, Braun fans don't get mad. Giannis has entered the chat. Um, so, but like I said, Kyrie Irving, top five player in the Eastern. That's cool. But Giannis, <laughs> until you can hit a, a ten foot mid range jump shot, do not put yourself in the conversation with Kevin Durant, please. <laughs> um, so, Kyrie Irving, like I said, Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, and I believe they will trade for a third star. They have not it's done that. So once that happens, I believe the Nets will be, I don't know, presently constructed. They're still the best team in the East. The Clippers, I believe the Clippers will come back um, healthy and ready to go uh, with Kawhi, Paul George, and the crew. Um, with the Lakers, like I said, defending champs, they have a mid-level exemption for about $14 million that they can use on um, another piece to add to the bench, maybe a starter. Like I said, and I'm pretty sure they're going to trade Kuzma yeah, uh, so they can get something back for him. Ain't no reason to keep him. And then, um, no, uh, and then the Warriors. I, I think Steph and, oh, the boys I think Steph, Clay, and Wiggins. I think Steph's going to come. I think Steph's going to come back with a vengeance. He's been hearing all this nonsense of uh, people being better than him and uh, that, you know, he's soft and he can't win without KD. Uh, I think Clay's going to come back with a vengeance after tearing his ACL. And basically, him, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, after five straight finals runs, basically yep. got a mulligan here to rest their bodies up. Um, I think I think they're going to come back ready to rock and roll. And then, like I said, whatever they do with that uh, second overall pick, you know, they can trade it for a star or just maybe take this, the best player in the, in, in the draft. So, 
Yeah, and, that's, and me and Trey talked about that. I think this was very bad for the NBA that they were basically able to get a mulligan here, like I said, able to rest up, tank, get a top five pick, and do whatever they want with that. So I think the Warriors are going to come back pissed off, uh, ready to ready to rock and roll. Um, and then also, I want to throw in the caveat, if they come back with a bubble again and we don't have fans, awesome. imagine stepping Clay Thompson in a bubble in an open gym. You know, some a stop it. Um, if, if people like TJ Warren can go off, imagine with you know Steph, Clay, Katie, Kyrie. Um, so those are gonna be my top four teams. Like I said, that's that's as of now because we don't know any trades or anything like that um, that may come through to upset the apple cart. Um, but I think those teams are gonna be ready to go. And Trey, and Trey, I want you to. You know, elaborate on your point about Giannis and the Bucks. Why don't Why don't you think that they can? Get I just the job? think Giannis needs a second. He needs a second star. He needs somebody who can. What do you mean? He has Chris Middleton. Yeah, that's great. Uh, no, Chris Middleton not making anybody's All Star team in a conference that actually has some type of competition. <laughs> uh, number two, he needs a closer. He needs somebody who can close for him and hit and take a lot of the big shots because once they get into like I, I would say like crunch time or close games and stuff like that it becomes like this I don't even know what you would want what you want to call this this offense where anybody could take the shot and that's honestly not what you want to be honest that's yeah the, exactly you you don't need no that your best order. players need to be the ones who are taking these shots and uh I also say it depends on where he goes because there's some destinations that could make somebody else a front runner. Like if he if he goes to Golden State or somehow mm-hmm. makes it there, I mean that puts them above the Lakers in my eyes. That it puts does. them it, that's the number one team in the league, honestly. Now, I don't know if it's this is gonna be as bad as or it would be it wouldn't I don't know if it would do as much damage as the Kevin Durant move did, but it would be pretty hard to stop just in a different way. And then also there's some spots like Dallas because, you know, Mark, Mark Cuban's always looking to make moves and he's actually, oh, that he's got the bag to do it. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's been talks of that. And then also another thing that will be uh, that will kind of change the aspect would be if the Clippers somehow got their hands on a point guard and got Chris Paul because it's been reported that Kawhi's been saying we need a point guard because obviously he doesn't have any interest in initiating offense as we we've kind of discussed before you know he just wants to come in and shoot the ball and play a little bit of defense not as much as he used to so it just depends I want to uh, on that on that subject I want to I want to throw this hypothetical trade out there Let's say, and I, I'm not sure OKC would do it uh, due to the history, but what if OKC or OKC comes to you and says, you know, we'll give you Chris Paul if you give us Kawhi, I mean not Kawhi, uh, Paul George, you know, we'll give you, uh, you give us um, Paul George, no. Patrick Beverly, much. a pick, it's Let's already someone they, like Lou Williams. They wouldn't even ask for that. There's no way they ask for that. The, 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 the Patrick Beverly part is the part where it's too much. I'll give you Paul George in a pick. But I'm not giving you I'm not giving you Paul George and Patrick okay. Beverly. Okay, well Paul, Paul George. You said what? I'm just I, asking, I said Chris I'm Paul is already 36, so that'd be did you, crazy or 35. Did you forget what he just did last year? Like he just point guarded that whole team. 
I, I, I see what he did, but that's a lot for a 35-year-old player, 36-year-old player. Bro, all he has to do is play like 60 games in a shortened season. He'll probably play like 45 of them. And then, like, yeah, like, just initiate the offense and let Kawhi be Kawhi, and we good. <clears throat> Don't really need Paul George. Because when you have Paul George, Paul George wasn't there anymore. Okay, well, like I said, that's just... <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, all right. I try to defend Paul George, but I can't. So I'm gonna let no, because me, Paul George, so I'm gonna let Paul George live, and y'all be y'all getting y'all jokes in. So I'm moving on. So we go. So our last topic, yeah. So our last topic of the day, we're gonna be discussing um, black quarterbacks in the NFL. uh, with this whole Dwayne Haskins situation. To those that don't know, uh, with the Washington football team, Ron Rivera basically benched uh, Dwayne Haskins um, for Kyle Allen. Uh, and now he's been demoted to the third string quarterback position. Um, he had a record, uh, you know, last year. Uh, he started four games at the end of the year, had a one and three record, uh, threw for, um, I'm sorry, uh, had a two and five record, started seven games. Um, threw for 1,365 yards and seven touchdowns and seven picks. This year, before getting benched, had a record of one and three. Uh, started four games, 939 yards, four touchdowns and three picks. Um, so, obviously, Ron Rivera, I think his line of thinking is the NFC East is so bad with the Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles that we have a chance to win this division and we can't let Dwayne Haskins throw us out of it. Um, so I just want to get y'all thoughts because uh, I have something I'm going to do at the end. I, I have a little rant I need to go on. Uh, so I'm going to let y'all discuss as far as um, do you guys think that black quarterbacks get a shorter leash to their counterparts or do you so think Trey, maybe dispensing was just a right? No, but I, I will go. I'll... I'll go first yeah, real go quick ahead, go and ahead. just put something in on okay so me hmm. <laughs> okay I'll just I'll just put it like this now in terms of his play he hasn't played well so I can't I can't say that you know it's just it, it's egregious to, to kind of to bench him like that but the but the white counterparts do have a, a longer leash you can go down the list. You could even go back to a guy like uh, like Jay Cutler, and you know you, you can find examples. Yeah, you can find examples, and there there's definitely truth to it. But exactly, you can, exactly. So to answer that question, the answer most definitely is yes. It's most definitely yes. But in the same breath, he hasn't played well. I can't I can't deny that. But I can't I can't deny that he has not played well. And I'll, I'll leave the rest up to you guys. Okay. I want to hear what y'all have to say. Okay. So, just kind of piggybacking off of what you said. Uh, yes, I agree that black quarterbacks do, in fact, shorter leash just kind of based on the overall perception of a black quarterback and their abilities, what they bring to the table, what they can do for an offense, how they can elevate an offense. So, I do think black quarterbacks do get a shorter leash because it is seen as if they cannot elevate the offense with their arm. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, think that the arm is the only way to win football games. And that's fine. In specific reference to Dwayne Haskins and the Washington football team. Wow, that's the first time I feel like I said that naturally. 
in reference to that I know, specific yeah, I know, me too. Guys, I live in Maryland. I've watched probably every game he's ever played. I've actually seen him play in person. He is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I'm honestly not even joking. It is oh horrible gosh. how badly he misses his target. Like, you'll see a game where he was like 18 of 31, and you're like, oh, okay, he really didn't miss that many passes. Bro, the passes he missed were dreadful. Like, it was not even close. And then, like, five or six of the passes he actually <laughs> completed, it was Terry McLaurin, like, being amazing. Like, oh, absolutely. I, He's oh, a stud, I by the way. I want to twice. <laughs> so, it was, you know, he's yeah. not good. <laughs> he's legitimately not good. And then you have to remember that this is Ron Rivera's first year with the Washington football team. He did not draft Dwayne Haskins, and Dwayne Haskins is not good. So, if I'm the Washington football team, I know we're going to be horrible. I know we're going to suck. Why would I continue playing this guy who's actually not that good, that needs to develop, when I'm going to end up with a top five pick anyway? Huh. Might as well just go ahead, sit him down, not let him completely ruin his career. Because if he keeps on, if he keeps on playing like that, he's going to be out of the NFL. <laughs> oh, he's going to be out of the NFL next year. I promise you. So let me go ahead and sit him down. Maybe there's someone that still believes in him and thinks that you know maybe with the culture and all this other stuff. And let me go ahead and get this top five pick. Hopefully, I get the number one pick and I get Trevor Lawrence. Are the kid from uh uh from uh North Dakota? Mm, sorry, mm-hmm. what's his name? Yeah, sorry, Trey Lance. But sorry, <laughs> no, uh, Mr. Lawrence will be in Gotham Green next year. Um, but anyway, yeah, you were. Oh, we going over sixteen. Anyways, that's another story for another day. Um, but I'm a I'm a I'm, I got to look. I agree. I, I got to get this off my chest. So this may be a little rant. Okay. I agree that Dwayne Haskins has not been good. Look, at Ohio State, he needed to develop. He was a one-year starter, had basically an NFL factor around him at receiver um, and offensive line. Um, So he did need time to develop. And, yes, I agree. I watched his game against Cleveland this year. He overthrew some passes that I think high school quarterbacks can make. I mean, he that's really bad. But... This is my issue with teams like the Washington football team, teams like the Browns, teams like the Jets, teams like the all the bad teams, basically, piss-poor teams that are poorly run. Look, when you get a young quarterback like a Dwayne Haskins, like a Sam Donald, like a Daniel Jones, like whoever it is, if they're your guy, you identify them in a draft and say, yes, I want that guy to be my quarterback. Your job, first and foremost, as a head coach, as a front office, is to surround that young quarterback with as much talent as possible, okay? And when I look at the Washington football team, they've been in F for 20 years with Daniel Schneider at the helm. So you have, so you, so you draft Dwayne Haskins. Cool. Is it a reach? Somewhat. Whatever. You draft him. You thrust him into the starting lineup. Who in the hell is he throwing the ball to? Yes. 
Terry McLaurin is a very good player. But he's he's only a second year uh, guy. Can you name another I'm, receiver on the Washington Redskins? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got a kid named Davis. I think. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, his name. He's throwing to some guy named Steven Sims. He's throwing to his running back. Is oh, last year. Hey, Dwayne. Uh, we know you, you you're a young quarterback, so let's give you 34 year old Adrian Peterson. That's really going to move the needle. Literally. Jordan Reed stays in concussion protocol more than uh, yeah, like he he can't stay healthy, you know. Um, then you look at hey, let's misdiagnose you. You're a great Hall of Fame left tackle, but guess what? We we misdiagnosed you. I said you had cancer. Now you don't want to play for us anymore. That's great. And then, hey, hey, Dwayne Haskins, I know you're a young quarterback, and you know you you you, you need to learn. Um, <laughs> but guess what? We also are going to change coordinators on you after the end of the year. So I have to learn hey, another system with no OTAs, no mini camp because of coronavirus, and new receivers. I don't have a lot to work with anyway. I'm with a coach that doesn't Jesus. know who isn't an offensive coach. Ron Rivera is a is a good coach, a good man, but he's not an offensive coach. He's a defensive coach. He didn't draft me. He did beat the Eagles. And you expect me to make chicken salad out of you know what? <laughs> okay, that's cool. But the Eagles have a people working from Jitsu are- on the team playing receiver and <laughs> DB. Um, so that's another. I mean, he's Carson Wentz is throwing to some guy started. named Travis Fogel. So, I just, anyways, anyways, the, the Eagles they got a lot going on over there. It's the NFC least, and you and then you bench him for Kyle Allen, a guy that showed nothing in Carolina to get benched, and he got replaced by Kyle teams. Allen got hurt. So, anyway, so Sorry. this is my thing with these teams. Yes, has the Wayne Pass. And then he got Howard. And then you got the we're not, we're not guy Jordan with the bionic leg. It's just, it's kind of funny. Like, I just. No, he's a fantastic human being, but come on. The dude had his leg snapped in half, and he started Dwayne Haskins. Either that tells you how bad Dwayne Haskins is. He's not that good. Or Alex Smith is really, really good. So I don't oh. know which one it is. Exactly. So that tells you how bad Dwayne Haskins is. So, like I said, has Dwayne Haskins uh, played well? No, he has not. But he's also like a young Sam Darnold. A lot of these guys have not been afforded the opportunity to be surrounded. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs. To me, the blueprint's there. Look at the Chiefs. Hey, we draft Patrick Mahomes. We have Kelsey, Watkins, Hill. We draft a running back in the first round. Just added Le'Veon Bell. You look at the um, Seahawks. You got DK Metcalf, Lockett, Chris Carson. The blueprint's there. You get a good quarterback. You sit there and you um, you go ahead and you get good receivers to surround them with. So they do. Um, I think they white do. counterparts also do get a long lease. Like you said, Brock Osweiler. Paid him um, he was so bad that Cleveland, the Browns paid him to go away. <laughs> paid him to leave. I said, we will give you a draft. Pick. Please take this man off our hands. Um, you look at guys like. Uh, like Brian Hoyer the other night against the Kansas City Chiefs for the Patriots. I mean, I don't... Uh, dude forgot how many timeouts he had. I mean, you look at, like I said, guys like Case yeah, Keenum is still in the league. I mean, yeah, like, 
Hey, shout out to, I will shout out to Chase Daniels, Steamass Hall of Fame, for getting them checks. Any so, team that ever signed Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Uh, I mean, my Jets are starting Joe Flacco yeah. in 2020. So, I should... I, look, that's another story for another day. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and, and wrap up the show. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Like I said, um, on Apple iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. Um, share, rate, and subscribe. Uh, review, uh, share with your friends. Um, we're also, like I said, available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, like I said, we're yes, trying sir. to pump out more content, be more uh, consistent for you guys. Um, so, I, yeah, so I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, next week, like I said, we'll, we'll go ahead and get some more NFL, NBA topics coming in for you guys. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, so, Love you guys got anything to uh, sound off with? Support your nearest breast cancer research organization. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. That's yes. Please go vote. No matter who you vote for, please go vote. Um, Get that. Get that out the way. So you can't complain if you don't do your civic duty. So please take yourself down there, stand in line, (laughs) think it's a pair of J's, and uh, go ahead and get your vote in. Uh, (laughs) So. Um, once again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Threes of Crowd podcast. Yeah. It's been it's been the Trey Crew and uh, shout out, you have. Yeah.